but there's just a segment of the uh of the, the hell what is, is that, that? <laughs> show is that you is that you show? no there's a bat raiding my house right now oh, oh my god <laughs> And welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, I have our wizard of wait, what, Shinoda. Hey, yo, what's good? <laughs> Nothing. How about you? <laughs> and our chivalry of Shota's Shotaro. I cry myself to sleep every night. Oh, I that's kind of so. sad. <laughs> that's no, it's actually pretty, um, it's happy tears. Oh. Oh, yo. Um. All right, moving on. Um. So, uh, Anime Expo just ended this uh this weekend. Actually, by the time this goes up, it'll be two weekends ago. But pay that no mind. Um. So we wanted to go over some of the stuff that went on uh at Anime Expo and a lot of announcements that came out of Anime Expo this year. Um. So we're gonna do, talk about that for our news and announcements section before we get into our main topic tonight. But first, before we get into that, um. Uh, Show you actually had something you wanted to talk about first. Well, it's not something I want to talk well, about. No, it's, it's but... actually it's bad news, but <laughs> yeah. So a couple of days ago, some heavy rainfall hit Japan, and there's been some heavy flooding, and a lot of people's homes have been destroyed, and there's 122 dead as of July 10th. Jesus. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sending my deepest condolences to the people struggling with that. But, yeah, yeah it's pretty shitty. Um, I think Kyoto was affected. So, yeah, a lot of Kyoto was affected. So, I hope uh, Kyoani's doing okay yeah. with that. Well, basically, from what I saw in the map that they posted here in the news article, it looks like a swath basically from Hiroshima to uh, Kyoto is pretty much the affected area christ so a lot of southern central japan didn't they have a mass evacuation that uh that had to happen i think yes they did do a, a evacuation once it they realized that the waters were rising as fast as they were um from what i understand they, they basically in the course of like seven days they got a month and a half's worth of rain so that'll do it um that is yeah, actually terrifying it's it's very bad i i've thankfully even though i live in florida i've never actually been in a flood before um i've been through many many hurricanes but never an actual flood i can't even imagine how terrifying that must be um but like show said like uh, my deepest con- and i think our deepest condolences go out to anyone who was affected by this um yeah it, it's sad it, and we hope that japan recovers as fast as possible most and also, but thankfully, anyone... go ahead. I will say this: considering it's Japan, they probably do have uh, systems and such uh, put in place just in case of situations like this. They're rather efficient oh, yeah. about uh, everything, honestly. So, 
if anyone oh, yeah. can do it quickly and in a well done way, it's Japan. Oh, absolutely. They they recover from disasters very very quickly, and hopefully they will this time too. Yeah, uh, moving on to something not quite so dark. Um, although maybe I'm actually very interested to hear your thoughts in particular on this show. So, uh, during Anime Expo, Studio Trigger, aka one of my favorite studios ever, launched a Patreon page, and I don't think this is the first time they've actually done this. Um, but yeah, they launched a Patreon page to get people to basically give them money to keep doing what they're doing, right? Um, so I don't know about you, show, but I'm of two minds about this. First of all, I think it's I think it's it's kind of great in a way because I think that stuff like this, like Patreon, like Kickstarter, like GoFundMe, I think this is the way sort of of the future of how things are going to get funded. Maybe not entirely funded this way, but mostly funded because I mean you see this with like you know YouTubers and and like amateur content creators all the time. They're they're reaching out through Patreon. It's like I have this really great idea. I just need some money to make it happen. And a lot of people are very successful at this. And and Trigger already seems like they they're going to be successful at least so far. At least as of the time of this recording, which we're recording this on July eleventh. Uh, their Patreon page has a total of 2,437 patrons, and they're pulling in $7,656 a month. And they've only been at this for less, well, five, six days now. Six days. I think that's pretty impressive so far. I will say this. Probably my biggest criticism of them doing this is how they're doing it because they only have two supporter tiers one which they're calling the trigger supporter tier is the one dollar a month um and then the second one is a five dollar a month tier uh so basically the only difference that i see at least on their patreon page is the one dollar it's like we're very they say we're very grateful to your support you will have access to high resolution jpeg files from our live drawing sessions and then with the five dollar one you get um uh, see, you get to have access to their paint shop, their .ai, and clip studio files with layers of untouched, uh, with untouched layers from their live drawing session. So basically, you're getting the same files that the artists themselves work with, which is cool. It's a great, it's a great perk. Um, and they are going to start doing since they reached their fifteen hundred dollar per month goal. They are going to do live drawing sessions with their animators and illustrators, which again is cool. I would have liked to have seen them have number one more tiers. And higher dollar amount tiers, because I love Studio Trigger. I love the stuff that they put out, and I like how they seem to be one of the few studios out there that really care about their animators and try to pay them a fair wage. Um, so I would I would not be against sending them, you know, like, even as a one-time donation, like 100 or 200 or $500. And I really wish they had tears for that because I think there's a bunch of people like myself who would be willing to do that at least as a one-time thing. Anyway, yeah. that that's my thoughts on it. I think it's I think it's overall a good thing. I just think that they could have gone about it a little differently. Yeah, I don't like these tiers. Uh, the way they set it up makes it seem like this Patreon is like a side venture. Like we'll get in a, a few dollars, whatever we can scrounge up instead of like making the tiers you know more relevant to the fact that they're an animation studio yeah um 
uh, like and have the supporting or the tiers related to the actual anime that they're making mm. or have made yeah or will make yeah so i don't think they're taking this patreon too seriously right now because and i mean it reflects they are making 7000 a month but like that is very small compared to what they would need to actually continue yeah. functioning as a studio or to so, fund an anime yeah so i mean I have no idea where these funds are going as well. I didn't really read their blurb where these funds are going. But like are are these what what are these funds being put toward? Like Well, on their on their <laughs> Patreon page it says that with your support we would like to forward funds into various aspects of the studio, possibly a new line of merchandise, attending or conducting more events, or simply p- providing a little more funding to our staff. That's what it says. Okay. Well, yeah. And that hey, if they, if they got $7,600 extra per month to, to divvy out to their staff, I'd say go for it. I mean, why not? Animators are so fundamentally underpaid anyway. I feel like if they went like all in to Patreon or any other crowdfunding thing, they would make like a shit ton more money if they had, if they like promised to like make an anime, um, like, Fund me to make an anime. If yeah. that was their premise, they would get a lot more money. I yeah. feel. And I, I, I was thinking about this like a little a couple days ago. I thought like if you had like a bunch of different tiers, like they have the one dollar and the five dollar tier, that's fine. Leave that as it is. Add some more and, and add like one time payment tiers. Like add a thousand dollar tier where it's a one time payment of a thousand dollars, and what you one of the things you get for giving them a thousand dollars is they will model you and put an anime version of you as a background character in their next anime. I think that would be a really cool thing. That yeah. actually does sound and I think, pretty neat. I think there are people out there. I would, if, if, if all it costs is a thousand dollars to get myself in an anime and my name in the credits, I'd do it. And I'm sure you're not the only one. I'm, I know I'm not the only one because I know oh, there's, no, there's, pe- there's thousands other... of people that would straight up drop one K just to have that see yeah they th- yeah i'm so, this is just a, such a huge opportunity that i feel like they're not capitalizing on but i mean they just started their page so that's true yeah. and there, there's nothing I there's nothing they... to stop them from changing it in the future yep i mean and that's that's the great thing they have this they have this base now they have a a pretty sizable amount of patrons i mean for something that just started it's pretty sizable nearly 2500 I think that if they wanted to in the future expand this and say, hey, we have a new stretch goal of, let's say, uh, $10,000 a month. And if we can reach that, then we'll fund this anime that we've had sitting on the shelf for a long time that someone's already written 12 episodes for. I'm like, okay. I think that's something that they could definitely do that do with this Patreon. I, I, I want to see where it goes. I'm not, I'm not completely convinced of it yet. But I think that they could do something really good with it down the road. Yeah, they might just be testing the water, seeing how many, how much uh, patrons they can get before they upgrade the tiers. That could be too. That could be too. And we do know that they already have. I think what is it? Three shows in the works currently. So, who knows? They could, like I said, just put a thousand dollar tier on there, and the, the the you know you get all the 
the goal, uh, all the perks under it, plus you get yourself modeled in one of their upcoming anime. I'm telling you, there's people that would do that for you. Trigger. Listen to me, do it! <laughs> it's not like I want to be in an anime, but Trigger, you can make this happen. Alright, moving on. So something else that happened, uh, or was announced at Anime Expo. So, an anime that I, and I know a lot of other people are looking forward to, finally has a release date. Kind of. Um, and I, again, have mixed feelings about this. So, uh, Shaft revealed that Zoku Awari Monogatari will coming will be coming out this fall but it will become it will be it will be released as a theatrical feature but i don't think it's going to be feature length so <laughs> i have i th- there's not a whole lot we know we know that it's coming out in october we know that it's going to be in theaters in japan i don't know if Crunchyroll will pick this up in the same way that they picked up uh awari part 2 last year even though that was a made-for-TV special. Um, I don't know, because to this day, Crunchyroll still hasn't picked up the Kizumonogatari movies. So that's my big thing about that. I don't know. The visual and the trailer that they released looked phenomenal. But I just I don't know anymore. I, I want to watch what I, prompted uh, them to make such a change. Well, the the novel that this particular part is going to be based on Zoku or Monogatari is only a single arc uh, story. Uh. So I can see them doing something like, and it might be a feature length movie. They may be able to string this out into a feature length movie, like an hour and a half, two hour long movie. Um, and I, I'd love to see the outcome of that, but I also would like to actually be able to watch it legally. <laughs> Because I love the Monogatari series is one of my absolutely favorite things ever. Shaft is my favorite anime studio, so I want to support them all I can. And if they actually do have a theatrical release here in the states, I will go see it. Um, I just we don't know yet. We 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 don't know yet, but we do know that it is coming out in Japan this October. So this fall will officially be the most lit anime season ever. Um, I don't know, but it probably will be. Um, I know. Show you kind of fallen out of love with the monogatari series haven't you i mean i've just grown bored <laughs> I've, I've loved it ever since the word go and i'll never stop the word go yes i don't yeah. get it from the very first second i started watching it okay oh that's what it starts off with okay yeah no it does well no it doesn't start with the word go it's it's a figure of speech you fucker oh 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 Shut up. Move on. <laughs> okay. Well, moving on. Uh, what was the next one here? Oh, yes. So, as if we already didn't have enough JoJo's news coming out over the last few weeks at um, Anime Expo, we got a more just deluge of JoJo's news. We found out that Viz Media has officially licensed the Part 5 anime that will be coming out later this year we also found out that they have licensed the part four manga for release here in the u.s uh and most surprisingly we found out that viz has licensed the part four live action film from last year and it's still up in the air as to whether this will have a theatrical release here in the u.s but i would be all for it viz i will give you money for this um 
And last but not least, we also found out that the part for anime is getting a dub and it will premiere on Toonami, I believe, it's either at the end of August or the beginning of September. I can't remember now. So pretty soon. Yeah, it's basically going to start airing this uh, right after part three finishes airing on Toonami. That's beautiful timing. I know. I don't think you could have actually planned it any better. And the, the great thing about it is it wasn't planned. It just kind of happened this way. Small miracles. Yes. Um, but yeah, so there's just infinite JoJo. We went two and a half years without news of anything JoJo's related, and now we're getting it all at once. So it's a great time to be a JoJo's fan. And I'm interested to hear the part four dub on Tsunami. <laughs> I really am because they I I know that some people have had mixed feelings about the part three dub. I personally think it's pretty damn good. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so more uh, like film news here, I suppose. Aniplex also announced at uh, Anime Expo that they are going to have U.S. screenings of <laughs> the most interestingly titled anime film ever. I want to eat your pancreas. <laughs> now, we were talking. I know. I know. It sounds so ridiculous. We were talking beforehand, before we started recording. Show, what's the actual, what are the, it's the actual Japanese title? Or what are the actual words in the Japanese title? So, in the Japanese title, it's, um, I don't know what the actual uh, Japanese terminology is, but it's, your pancreas eat. So the localized part is in the English is I because the pronoun I was not in the actual Japanese title. So we don't know who's eating your pancreas. And I think that it's the disease that the protagonist is suffering from or not whatever the character. I don't know. One of the main characters. Yeah. Whoever is suffering from the disease wants to eat the person's pancreas which it would make sense if that was the case yeah that that kind of makes sense i thought it was some kind of like japanese idiom or like a turn of phrase or something like that i don't know it's just it's a really weird title i want to eat your pancreas i think they could like i think that's a pretty um powerful line if they have like the disease say that or something yeah well i mean if because one the 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 um like the the disease should be a character in itself the disease it should be a have its own <laughs> personality I mean, and from lines the, from the synopsis of the show one of the main characters is a girl who's suffering from a terminal quote-unquote terminal illness of her pancreas they don't they don't come right out and say it's like pancreatic cancer but if it were pancreatic cancer and it's like the cancer is eating the pancreas then i get it like it's a really powerful symbolic title but if I don't know that, it just sounds really, really weird. <laughs> sounds kinky. Either okay. way, it's weird. Okay. Moving on. to From cannibalism to, again, some more sad news. And I think that, Shinoda, you will join me in going awe when I say this. Sweetness and lightning is ending. <laughs> oh, good riddance. What? Really? No. Yes, the the sweetness and lightning manga ends in next month. Oh so my its god! Next chapter oh, will and be its last. Oh, and isn't Suradori Children ending also? I believe it actually ended this month. Oh my I god! 
So many good stuff is Don't quote me on that, over. but I think. But yeah, um, Sweetness and Lightning, for those who don't know, is a manga about literally the cutest child ever, Sumugi. Um, and it's kind of like what, what would happen if Food Wars was actually like a slice of life and family with a really friendly. young kid. Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but... And for those who haven't actually read the manga, they also made a uh, twelve-episode anime uh, adaptation of it uh, in twenty sixteen, and it was absolutely adorable. And I highly, highly, highly recommend either reading the manga or watching the anime. Either way, it's just diabetes to your face. That it's, it's literally it really what is. It's a is. story about a single father raising his uh young daughter and we see half the time we see the world through her eyes and it's such a wonderful thing it, like and it has... i don't know how but they've really managed to capture the imagination of a child and it's amazing they did and it still has to this day what i think is one of the cutest scenes ever in anime and it's uh sumugi with the shark song same 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 and she's like, you can see her mind. She's pretending that the that the lines on the street are like this thing that's protecting her from the sharks in the water. It's like it's so adorable. <sighs> just listen, just drop whatever you're doing. Well, and come back to this because this, this is important too. But go watch or read Sweetness and Lightning if you haven't done either of those yet. You will not regret it. It's so good. I hope so much though that because. I thought this manga was going to last a lot longer, but it has kind of gotten to the point where it seemed like it was wrapping up recently. I really hope that some at some point in the final chapter, there's a there's like a, a flash forward, a time skip, and we get to see a grown up sum, sumugi. I so want that. Does it seem like they actually will? Is it in the style of the author? I I don't think it's going to happen, but it would sure be cool to see. Okay. Anyway, moving on to our last bit of news that came out of Anime Expo. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, we, we reported on Netflix giving second seasons to both, or no, well, a second season to Be the Beginning and uh, greenlighting a third season of the Castlevania anime. Well, at Anime Expo, Netflix revealed that uh, Aggressive Retsuko is getting a second season in the first half of 2019. Now, I don't know, did you watch... Did either of you watch Aggressive Retsuko? Not yet. No. Uh, it's, it's it's really good, especially if you've ever actually had an office job for any length of time. It's very relatable. Um, but yeah, if, if if you haven't watched Aggressive Retsuko, it's basically about this uh, personified uh, red panda. All the characters are animals, but who works in an office and has to go through the daily life of, you know, being an adult and all the stress that piles up. And the only way that she can really get rid of that stress is by belting out death metal karaoke. And it's so entertaining to watch. That actually but sounds pretty cute. It is. And it's made, it's funny enough. It's made by the same people who conceptualized Hello Kitty. <laughs> it looks similar. Really? It has a very similar art style to Hello Kitty. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. So, I mean, seriously, it, 
if you're a working adult, go watch Aggressive Reds Go. You will understand all of the stress and suffering that the main character goes through. It's something you can relate to, and you'll like it's it. It's very of that. relatable, and I think that's why it was so popular. I think I I don't remember. I I remember reading something about this a couple weeks ago. Like so far in 2018, it's one of their most watched series that came out in 2018 on Netflix. Is Aggressive Redsco. So that's that tells you something right there that it it obviously appeals to people outside of the anime spectrum if it's one of the most watched that they've put out so far this year alongside everything else. But yeah, so that's the last bit of of news that um, obviously a lot of other stuff happened at Anime Expo like I think what was it Yen Press announced that they were licensing I think almost 25 25 or 30 manga and light novel series. I won't bother to list them all here, but yeah. So if you're a source material nut like our own John is, it's a great time for you. <laughs> um, but moving on to uh oh, <laughs> I accidentally got rid of the um the uh, doc I was using. But moving on to our actual topic for tonight. So I know it's hard for for everyone to believe out there, but this year is already half over. 2018 is almost half over. I call I lies and shenanigans. Lies. No, no. Sadly, it's very, very true. It's very, very true. But we thought this would be a really good time to talk about our thoughts on this year in anime so far, since we are at the halfway point. So we've had two seasons of anime, and we're going to talk about some of the shows that uh, we liked or we didn't like, and we'll lay out some of the reasons why we didn't like them or we liked them. So I'm going to go ahead and start with one of my one of the anime that's on my short list for anime of the year already, and that is uh, Violet Evergarden from this winter. Now, I know, Chinoda, you watched it. Yes, I did, and it was Is Violet herself not amazing. one of the greatest, most adorable anime characters ever? She was... Fabulous. She was, she was just an empty shell, and the journey of watching her becoming a human was such a privilege and honor. Like I, I know it was just an anime, and that that's normally reserved for real people. But honestly, it really felt good to watch that happen. Yeah, it's it was a very emotional show for me at least it was um it was kind of sad watching her kind of i'm not gonna we're gonna try not to spoil anything that we talk quote unquote try not to spoil anything we talk about tonight um but it was really sad watching her slowly realize over like especially the middle four or five episodes what had actually happened and then her finally coming to grips with it it's like oh oh no i'm about to ugly cry this is not gonna be good. That was that was my that was that was my experience watching Violet Evergarden. <laughs> I'm sitting yeah. here with saying, "Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry." Oh, you fucked it up. You started crying. Yeah, that's it's Violet Evergarden in a nutshell. Like, and it's it's Kill Annie, so it's, it was absolutely gorgeous. Like, just the art style and the animation was all beautiful, especially the scenes around the water. The water in that in that show was always so beautifully drawn. 
because I know their fans are thirsty AF. <laughs> well, this also comes from the same studio that did Free, and the water in Free looks really good. Speaking uh, of Free, it's back. Yeah, God, don't remind me. <laughs> I'm about to watch the newest episode right after this. <laughs> oh, God. Kill me now. <laughs> but, yeah, Violet Evergarden, great Great art style, great animation, phenomenal soundtrack. I've never actually heard a show use or a soundtrack use a typewriter as a musical instrument. I have now. It was done to a really great effect in in the show. And just the story is it's heartwarming, it's sad, it's bittersweet, and it'll make you cry. Even if you're a, a hardened son of a bitch, it'll make you cry. It'll make you ugly cry. And that's also something else, like, you see crying a lot in anime, and, and it looks kind of almost dignified and kind of cute. Crying in Violet Evergarden does not look cute. Like, they, they the ugly cry is... It's real. The ugly crying it's is It's real, real in Violet Evergarden. Because <laughs> when characters start crying, it does not look pretty. Yeah. I loved it. It's on my short list for anime of the year so far this year. Go watch it if you haven't already. Um, I watched it while it was airing, although I didn't watch it illegally. I actually went and bought a Japanese Netflix subscription and used a VPN to watch it as it was airing week to week. So, is that not still illegal? Uh, yeah. I paid for it. So, <laughs> listen, they took. They were more than happy to take my money. Okay. Anyway, so what you got for a show? Well, the biggest highlight of this year is obviously Devilman Crybaby. The controversy uh, machine. <laughs> wait, why is it a controversy? <laughs> why wasn't it a controversy? I don't oh know. Well, I can tell you why it's a controversy in our group. Because you have oh, a no. shitty theory about the, how what it's symbolizing. No, can we I'm not? not going into that. <laughs> it's too intense. Yeah, you're not going into it because you know I have a very, very intensive uh, theory on, uh, crack theory on what actually happened in Devilman Crack. You got the crack part right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but... When Devilman Crybaby came out, everybody and their mother was, like, screaming about it. Um, and rightfully so, because it was really good. I know you hate the soundtrack, but I loved it. I definitely want to see more uh, EDM or uh, electronic music in anime and also Preach. in OPs. Um, I loved the Parasite um, soundtrack, which was, like electric electronic dubstep um and i i i literally listen to that soundtrack still like i listen to it currently all the time but yeah so doveman crybaby was also uh had a really good electronic soundtrack that i loved and alex hated I absolutely hate it. I think it's one of the worst soundtracks I've ever heard in anime. By the way, you say you want more anime with uh, EDM, with good EDM soundtracks? Uh-huh. Do you know where you can actually find a, an anime with a really good EDM soundtrack? Where? It's called Panty and Stocking. Uh... Hey, that Teddy Lloyd soundtrack was really good. It wasn't electronic enough. It okay. was It was there, but it was. I liked it. I liked the Panty and Stocking soundtrack, um, I, but I, I like like really intense um, dubstep. 
not dubstep, electronic stuff. Like really like hardcore stuff. <laughs> uh yeah. Okay, shit. <laughs> Some people I mean, a lot of people are annoyed by the kind of music I listen to. <laughs> I can't blame them. I can them. see why. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh the art style for Devil Man Cry Baby was also you also Shit. didn't like that either, Alex. Shit. <laughs> but a lot Literally of people... Literally looks like it was drawn by a retarded four-year-old. It's called Calm down, art. Alex. You don't understand it. It's art. <laughs> um, but it was I'd like very... to point out, as much as I'm criticizing it, I still gave the anime a six out of ten, so it's better than average. That's, that's low for you. I don't know if that's a compliment or just an observation. Just an observation. That's not a compliment. Okay. Listen. Gonna have to work know. harder you for seem, a compliment. No, 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 no. You seem to actually be proud of people who give out low scores. You're like, you look at your own average score, and it's like, it's not low enough. It's not low enough. Yeah, I it's would be proud of you. I would be proud of you if you had a low average, but you don't. So, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, the Devil Man Cry Baby received a lot of um praise for its quote unquote unique art style. Um, I liked it. I don't know. It was okay. It was pretty good. I was. I didn't think it was amazing. Um, but the best part of the show was that we got some bishi homo erotica. Holla! Yeah, that was the best part. Um, yeah. Do you have anything to say, Chinoda and Alex? Because you both watched it. Unlike Alex, I actually did love it. Uh, soundtrack <laughs> was out of this world. I fucking loved it. Animation was unique to say the least i liked it a lot of people didn't i understand why and you know that's fine it's it's not for everyone but um and the story overall i freaking loved it pretty damn good anime i'm glad we got it this year and i honestly do wish there was some more to it but as it is i'm happy with what we got nice i'm I will agree that it was unique, but it was very <laughs> mediocre in comparison. Also, need- I have since gone back and watched the original Devilman anime, and it is better. Well, at least you like something, Devilman. Anyway, that's all I that's that's all I got to say about Devilman Crybaby. Chinoda, yes, what do you me. got for us? Oh, go- do we have to talk about this? Why? Listen, you don't have to talk about it if hey, you don't I'm want a, to. I'm going to talk about I'm it. I'm hungry for some fucking Mexican food. So Yeah, I want go. a burrito, <laughs> too. And now Give we're talking about burrito. Give me my burrito, uzumaki-flavored burrito. <laughs> uh, we are talking about Boruto, the next generation. Um, now, it's been going on since, what, last year? Is when it started, I, I think? I believe it started in, like, spring of last year? I think. No, it couldn't have been that long ago. Could it? Hold on, I'll go look it up. Keep Thank going, you. though. Anyways, yes. Um, So, what we have uh, from this year so far, um, it just ended uh, on a couple arcs, and um, it caught up to where uh, it took place in the movie. And right now, it's going through... Uh, where the movie is going through right now, the uh, board of the movie for clarification, and um, it's done it pretty damn swell so far. Uh, 
animation's fantastic. Uh, voice acting is pretty uh, good also. Um, soundtrack ha, can I be was right. iffy. I was right. It was spring 2017 when it premiered. Okay, thank you. Um, soundtrack can be a little bit iffy here and there, but overall it's uh, decent. Um, so far, the journey's pretty good, and I'm looking forward to what we get after the uh, movie arc is over. I have a question. Please. Because I watched all of Naruto and Naruto Shippen. So I have to ask this question. Do they still run with their hands behind their backs? I Fuck, I need to actually question. go back and watch. Because, like, that's such an ingrained <laughs> no, part no. of, like, everything. See, I don't see, even pay listen, attention to that. If you watch Naruto long enough, you start to think that that's normal. Like... Just watching them do that, that that's just normal in my head now. So, like, I'm not... I am honestly not sure. I want to say yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a yes. I might be wrong, but, uh... I know I remembered uh, seeing some uh, ninjas uh, running like that here and there, so... Let's go with a yes. I might be wrong, though. See, I just... I watched Naruto, and I watched Naruto Shippuden, and I read all of the manga, and I'm like, I'm really satisfied with this ending. I'm not satisfied necessarily with how we got there, but I am very satisfied with the ending that we got. I was just so content to just leave it there and just move on. Yeah, a lot of people were, honestly, and I and don't I have, them. I, I And I have no... I have no desire to go back into this world. Like I still I still respect Naruto because it's definitely throughout the early to mid 2000s is what kept me interested in anime and I still respect the manga and the characters. It's just I've had a complete story. I'm satisfied. I don't need any more. I don't want any more. So I'm not going to experience any more. Oh god, I just had a horrifying thought. What if What Naruto ending? No, no, no. One Piece, the next generation. <laughs> oh, God, no. God, no. I'm actually scared right now. Listen, if that happens, I'm quitting anime. Forever. <laughs> Jesus Christ, don't say that. <laughs> well, actually, no. By the time One Piece ends, we're probably going to be near death anyway. <laughs> One Piece will never die. We'll all be dead, and we'll all—it'll just keep going. It just, it'll, it'll be our never grandkids stop. watching it <laughs> at that point. Here oh, lies God. Alex. He never actually even watched One Piece, and here it is, still going. <laughs> oh God. Anyways, um, Alex, do you want to talk about the next thing? Uh, unless show, do you have something to say about Boruto? Do- haven't watched Boruto. Haven't watched Naruto. Nope. I watched. I've read some doujins. Oh God! Oh, that Inu guy. He's got some good moves on him. <laughs> God! Wow! I'm just. I'm not even gonna go there. I really am not. Alex, let Let's go to your next. Uh, I will anime. say though that as someone who has been in the Naruto fan base for a long time, there are some. I won't say toxic fans, but let's say very involved fans. That get way too into their ships. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just... Are they Fujo ships? Some of them. <laughs> like, I don't know how... Like, how many years was it that we had to hear all the fucking Yaoi fangirls? Uh, Naruto x Sasuke, oh my god. 
too long. Too goddamn long. I, I'm I'm so wrong? fucking grateful that's not a thing anymore. I'm so yes, grateful. <laughs> like, I'm sure in some so. dark corners of probably Tumblr, it is, but not the majority. Not anymore. And thank, thank the gods for that. Yeah. So, yeah. Moving on. So the next uh, anime I want to talk about is something that I actually found somewhat disappointing, which was doubly disappointing for me because I enjoy the manga that it's based off of, and that is uh, Citrus from the Winter Season. So Citrus I'm pissed is... about Citrus. Huh? I'm pissed about Citrus. Y'all hyped, uh, hyped it up for me, and once I finally got around to watching it, I was like, yo, this is kind of shitty. Like, it's not uh, horrible, well, but it was kind of shitty. The second half gets really bleh. Yeah. But, um... But go on, um, I'm sorry. So Citrus is based on a manga that's it's it's a Yuri manga that is actually halfway decent. I know. Not eh, whatever. Um I like it. It's not everyone's cup of tea. I know. Uh tea. but I was really excited for it because I enjoy the manga so much and because I really enjoy I and mean, I enjoy the manga not necessarily for the, the like the Yuri relationship aspect, it's because I actually like the characters themselves from the manga. And that's why I was so excited about it. And like like I said, the first half was was pretty good. Like the first five episodes, pretty decent. Um, and then it just got to the second half, and it just took a big giant donkey shit all over the manga. So first off, it's not a complete story because the manga is still kind of ongoing. Um, but the ending we got was just so cliched and bad, just. Uh, I won't spoil it for anyone who actually does want to go watch it. I will say this. If you're looking for quality Yuri, look somewhere else. <laughs> Where? I, I think quality Yuri is a myth. It is. It oh. doesn't exist. Well, I mean, you could say the same thing about quality Yaoi. How'd that, mm, super, lovers thing? How'd that, how'd that super lovers train treat you? Not wrong. <laughs> I think Yuri is worse, though. Um, yeah. Eh, I, it, was, it, was, it was always going to be hit or miss. I was really hoping that they would take the anime in a somewhat similar direction to the manga, and they started out like they were going to. They actually adapted more of the more of the like really risque and questionable aspects of the manga than I thought they would. Like, there's a scene um, somewhat early on in the manga that involves a sexual assault, and I was really uh, surprised that they actually added that in there. Um, but overall, it was just not a great package. The soundtrack was very mediocre. Um, the The character designs were pretty close to the manga, though, so I was really happy about that. It's just, I don't know, it's just, it, it wasn't, it, the second half just kind of ruined it. Yeah. That's that's citrus. I know you watched it too, and I think you were like me, Shinoda. You thought that the first half was okay. Yeah, I I thought it was uh pretty good. I, I I enjoyed it, but then it it turned bad. It turned back real quick. I'm like, yo, what what happened? I actually have uh one of my friends uh who I uh talk to after pretty much every episode uh on this and she she agreed with me like it was decent at first but after some point you just want to see them fuck and then move on and it's like and it just becomes this 
constant game of will they, won't they, will they, won't they, will they. You just get and tired of it after a while. It's such a overused stereotypical trope in anime. Like, and it doesn't matter what the pairing is, if it's a straight pairing, homo pairing, or what. Like, it is just a trope, and it's a tiresome old trope. We've had shows quite recently, actually, that have gotten over that and have actually gone into the relationship and actually explore relationships instead. And thankfully, they're doing so much better because of that instead of the tired old trope of will they, won't they. Yeah. I just... It was disappointing. Anyway, we should move on because we're spending way too much time talking about this. Yeah, my apologies. <laughs> show what you got for your number two. I've got the cutest show ever. Skill teaser to Kagi-san. Yes, forehead, forehead song. It's moe as hell. If you if you don't know what this is, um, it's basically I think elementary. No, middle school. Middle school. Okay, they look like babies. Okay, they are babies. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so two middle school uh, children. One is Takagi-san, the girl, and one is Nishikata, the guy. And the girl just teases the guy all the time, and the guy gets really embarrassed. <laughs> and that's the whole plot of the show. It's just key- you just tease the guy all day, and it's so adorable. Yeah, and I love it. Um. It was animated really well. The voice actors are really good. Uh, who was it? Did, was it Yuki Kachi who did the Nishikata? main guy? Yeah, yeah. and then I think the, so. The voice actors for um, uh, Takagi is the same voice actress that does Megumin and Konosuba. Wait, really? I see. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, oh, I wait, really I like Yuki Kachi's performance. I like Yuki Kachi in general. Yeah, I know. So. You're, you're kind of a fan of Yuki Kachi. Yeah. Uh, because I'm a shonen whore. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> if I at but, least you admit it. Yeah. Uh, I highly recommend if you like Slice of Life or Romance. It's very good. I don't like either of those, but I really like this. So. And you like this. That says something. Yeah. Uh, well, it has Shota's in it, so that's my that's what pulled me in. But you have to admit, it was done really well. It was really, really good. Like yeah. the production quality and the this everything was very top, very good. Yeah. I will say one thing though before we actually move on the what? the porn that's been made of this show. Please stop. Okay, I didn't know that. I didn't need to know that existed. <laughs> Please I mean, stop. it's it's of the, of anything. There, there's gonna be porn. Let that's be real. That's just a thing. Uh huh. All right, Chinoda, what you got for your second? Because oh, you have something that I actually haven't seen. So please sell this to me because I actually was thinking about watching it. All right, what I have for all of you is a place further than the universe. It is, in my honest opinion, one of the best anime to come out within the past two or three years like and wow. i do honestly mean that it is such a introspective emotional journey that i did not expect at all from this anime like i had no clue it was gonna be this deep and alex i i know you you're gonna be crying like a little bitch oh my yeah, it, it's it's 
it's that good. Um, so TLDR, uh, main character wants to uh do something big before she uh moves on from her uh middle school or high school high school I believe high school into uh college. Uh, she just wants to do anything, and she runs into a character that wants to go to Antarctica because her mother was uh left there. Okay. Now, her mother was left there. Uh, I'm I assuming she's a scientist of some sort. I won't say much more than that because uh, there's like certain Frankenstein. There's certain Frankenstein. revelations uh, that come into light that is actually uh, rather integrated into the plot that matter. So um, that's all I'll say. Uh, and they decide to basically team up and uh, find a way to get to Antarctica. And this whole journey is about that. Uh, it's about getting there. Um, it's about the relationships between uh, the girls. It's about being truthful uh, to their tr uh, oneself. It's it's just an emotional journey. All right, then. You've convinced me. I shall watch it. Have a I box wanna... of tissues at your side. You're going to be crying a lot. Okay, then. I'm just going to complain about the uh, grammar in this English localized title. A place further than the universe? That What is further than the universe? That doesn't make sense. Show? I, what's Shut darker up. than black? That kind of makes sense. A no, it doesn't! What the f- That's, You're being so, <laughs> so... You're being so fucking... You're gonna fucking kidney punch this kid. <laughs> Place for the universe doesn't make any sense. Darker than black, perfect sense. Anyway, you've convinced me. I will watch it. It sounds like a heartwarming story. No, it's gonna break your heart. <laughs> That's what it'll do. Even better. <laughs> All right, I'll move on to my third then. Please, unless you had something to add, show. No. Okay. Have you I'll watched it? Go on to my third. I'm gonna no, be. I don't plan to either. I'm not into Moe. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I know well, this probably has more substance to it than just being quote-unquote moe, but I just can't do it. Says the man who watched Takagi-san and loved it. Uh, but there's a Shota in that. Uh-huh. If, if literally, if uh, A Place for the Universe, if the you gender swap the characters, then I would watch it. Goddamn pedos. I'm shallow. Yeah, I'm you're not oh, you deny. got that right. You got that right. You are very shallow. <laughs> All right, moving on. I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about my next one because it was that disappointing. So, second season of Degashi Kashi. Now, I watched the first season of Degashi Kashi. In fact, I wrote a review of it, which you can read on our website. It's still up there. I actually really enjoyed the first season of Degashi Kashi. I liked the characters. I liked the comedy of it. I liked the quirky relationships, relationships between the characters. But I didn't like the second scene of Degashi Kashi at all, primarily for two reasons. Actually, primarily for one reason and then a secondary reason. The first and most audacious reason is that they took what was the first season, which was a fully fleshed out, like, 23 and a half minute show, and they condensed it for the second season into a 15 minute short. So everything in the second season felt entirely rushed, and it just... It just didn't feel like the exact the same show. Magnifying that, 
was the was the fact that it was being done by a completely different studio. Studio Feel did the first season. Uh, Tezuka Studios did the second season, and you can definitely tell because there's an art style change that is it's it's very noticeable. It's very very noticeable. Hoju's um, eyes are the wrong shade of. They blue. are, and they're the wrong <laughs> color. They're the wrong color. They're like greenish blue now. Yeah, and they were purple in the first season. They were no, they were blue, weren't they? They were like, well, they were a light purple, dark blue. They were not. Anyway, it was a different shape, different color. Like the characters look different. Um, and it just it just wasn't as enjoyable as an experience. Like they brought in a, another regular character halfway through, and it's like I just didn't care anymore. It's just not the same show. And this is the risk you run when you take a show from a a standalone 23 and a half minute episode per or 23 and a half minutes per episode show to a short. You always run this risk and they fucked it up. You see what went wrong with the Gashikashi two was too many people asked for the thought to be gone. And then the thought actually left and now they miss the thought and now they regret it. And that's the main issue. That's basically, they said be gone thought and they're like, Oh, what have we done? Be gone. Thought. Yeah. It's it's a it's a case of be careful what you wish for. You might actually get it. Everyone hates the thoughts, but everyone knows that they're the life of the party. So yeah, that you got that right. If anyone can hear the helicopter in the background, I do apologize for that. <laughs> Are they doing like a police raid on your apartment? Uh, no, it's just a single helicopter. It does have a searchlight on though. So oh boy. <laughs> Something's going on. So suspicious. Completely moving on from that. Um, I just need to delete this hard drive real quick. <laughs> oh my. So quick, quick, delete the lollies. Delete the lollies. One of the highlights of this half year for me is Legend of the Galactic Heroes. The yes. 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 Oh god, um, we turned into a trio of basic bitches. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is the Yas cast. No! Um, <laughs> oh god, you've killed him. Oh man, so I watched the original OVA and so did Alex. But he watched it a long time ago. I've I watched the original OVA and I've read the novels that it's based off of. Oh my god. Jesus, really? <laughs> How are the novels? Really... Wait, it's not even localized or translated fully. I have my ways. Oh my god, Alex. <laughs> you're so bad okay um i definitely want to read the novels but after watching the ova which is like a hundred plus episodes i'm a little burnt out and i need a break so (laughs) but i will eventually get back to the novels um but the new series is just an improvement on the old one in every way and i know i've said this before many times but i'll just say it again and now that it's over i am like certain in saying that it is definitely an improvement and i'm so happy with all the changes they made the plot changes script changes animation changes the cg was so good some of the best cg i've seen as you as you like to say god tier cgi and it's so appropriate like they chose like the traditional animation is good when they choose to do it but they chose to make the ships cg and the it's really detailed the sh- uh how they did the ships and the ships actually look better and are better in cg 
than they could have been in traditional animation. And this is how you do CG properly. It really um, is, though. I am honestly curious how they did it because, like, it's wonderfully done. Like, and if other anime studios can learn to copy or even master uh, the techniques they used, anime would be catapulted into a new age, honestly. I honestly feel yeah. that. Yeah. I, I don't think that CGI in and of itself it's bad is is a bad thing. I think that when you use it bad, it it's a bad thing. But this 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 show, Legend of Gladiator Heroes, the remake, shows that you can actually do CGI really well across the board, and it actually looks good. It, it's appropriate. It feels good. It feels right. Yeah, like when you see the CG ships floating in, you're like, oh shit, shit's, shit's about going to get down. real. Yeah, um, which would be it's. It's uh, it would be hard to do that with uh, traditionally animated ships. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's worth pointing out that they are taking a lot. I won't say they're taking liberties. They're actually taking liberties in the opposite direction with this, and that they're adding stuff to the story from the novels that wasn't even in the original OVAs, which was also a welcome surprise, I think. And also, they're focusing on more of the quote-unquote minor characters. Yes. Um, they're, so they're fleshing out the the whole cast properly so that, you know, you have... Uh, you Instead, like in the OVA, it was very obvious that you were supposed to root for Reinhardt um, because they gave him the most characterization. Yeah. But in the new version, they're also characterizing Yang Li much better and the Free Planet Alliance characters are all much better characterized, so you are equally interested in both sides, which makes for a much more interesting story, and it's way more enjoyable. Yeah, well, especially there was that episode where they spent a lot of time with like the politicians from the Alliance, and you didn't get that in the original. At least not to the degree you got it in this remake. Girl, that could describe every single episode of... <laughs> <laughs> well yes so yeah um i want to point out something though that i also really liked about this remake is that the music is awesome like i'm actually the... uh oh really you didn't like it that much i think that's like a piano theme that they do which i was like eh. <laughs> if, if they just made uh, the op is amazing if hiroyuki sawano actually did the rest that See, would be great and i said this when it first started it's like i was really disappointed because i i thought when i saw hiroyuki sawano i thought he was doing the entire soundtrack and it's like no he's just doing the op and i'm like oh that's a shame because i think like i really like the music as is but i think that if hiroyuki sawano had done the entire soundtrack it would have been absolutely fucking amazing yeah but the OP is 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 absolutely great. Like I just even if you're on the fence about watching this remake of Legend of Gladiator Heroes, go listen to the OP. That by itself is good. I'm curious. Uh, oh, go ahead. We've we've talked about this a lot, but <laughs> oh, what is going to happen after the movies? How See, am I, I watching? How am I going to watch the movies? And also, what's happening after it? That's that's also something that that needs to be addressed. So the the show itself was only a twelve episode show, and that's ended. But the story isn't over, and they make that abundantly clear in the final episode of the of the show. Yeah, there's a that, lot you know, more to. There's go a on. lot more to come, and we already know that there's going to be three movies in succession. So, I'm assuming that the 
the first movie is going to cover at least the battle that they're going to at the end of the show. Um, I don't know what it'll sh- it'll show anything else beyond that. I'd be kind of surprised if they did. We also there's a lot we don't know about these. We don't know how long these movies are going to be. We don't know you know what arcs are going to cover, what characters are going to cover. It could be completely out of order chronologically. I hope they don't do that because that would be ruinous. Um, but then even after these three movies, there's got to be more coming after it. They just haven't announced yet for a complete story. I ha- find it very difficult to believe, unless these are like three and a half hour movies each, that they're going to cover anywhere near the rest of the material with just three movies. Alex, what if you? What if um, the movies turn out to be recaps of the twelve episode show? <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> I would be so mad. Oh, that yeah. would be so funny. They're, I mean, they, they went all in with this, and I would be very shocked as if we don't get a, a complete ad- a readaptation of this story. I'd be really shocked if they just left it at the three movies, and wherever they happen to end is where they end. Yeah, the production, I'd be really shocked. The production quality is really high. Except it is. for the music, in my opinion. <laughs> it is. But I mean, even 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 notwithstanding that, I mean, you still enjoy it either either way. I know oh, you yeah. enjoyed it. Oh, def- oh my god, the best part was okay. Minor spoilers, not really. I'm joking. Um, but the best part of the show was that Reinhardt fondled Siegfried's hair <laughs> for like a minute, and then when he was done, he's like, "I'm done with you. You can leave now." Yo, that was <laughs> weird. <laughs> I don't know what that was about. That was just weird. That was so good. <laughs> Can I? Do, I, I do want to mention one last thing about Legend of Glad Heroes before we move on because we spent way too much time on this show. Um, I noticed that there's a lot, uh, a certain, a significant portion of the fan base that, uh, for what, for a reason that I think I have, is that they're kind of disparaging and poo-pooing this this remake. And I think it's because there's a lot of people, and myself included, that really loved the original OVA series and were really captivated by it and was one of the things that we grew up with, you know, when we started watching anime. I, I think they look at this as like like trampling on something that they love. Like why remake something that's already considered so good and, and beloved by so many people? And I think that's why some of the fan base of the original Legend of Galactic Heroes is kind of being very negative about this remake. Remake it because it's flawed. That's why. I mean, and to be fair, and you and I talked about this when you went and watched the original Legend of Latin Heroes. Like, at the time, they were animating a story that they really didn't have the budget to animate. Yep. And now they do, and it looks fantastic. And I think that, that even the people who love the original, as I do, should appreciate that, that, that they've obviously taken their time with this, and they want this to look good. And it does. And it does. It does. It looks good. It sounds good. It just, it, it, it it's works. good. It works. Even even if you watch it and you don't think it's as good as the original, you can still think it's good. And there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, uh, let's move on before we do like five hours on Legend of Latin Heroes because they're really good. Um, what do you got for us, Shinoda? I have for us Ancient Magus Bride. Now, it started in... Um, 2017. Yeah, 2017. Uh, it was a 23 or 24 episode show. And uh, it was it was a pretty heartwarming show, if I say so myself. Uh, with a healthy dose of Stockholm syndrome. 
Oh, God. Yeah, I've heard. I haven't seen this, but I've heard things. Yeah, no, there, there's a very strong uh, amount of that in the show. And, like, they actually call call it out in the show itself. And I'm like, oh, they actually went there. Okay, very good. Very self-aware of them. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, another uh, pretty damn good that makes this year, in terms of anime, really good. Um beautiful show absolutely beautiful and the music was actually chilling at times especially uh the op i think it's definitely gonna be on my top three mm, top five at least uh ops for this year i know that for certain um i know it's very highly rated on mal it is is it uh, really? 8.27 at the time oh, of this recording yeah. Goddamn oh wow, Shoujo, bitches! <laughs> I mean, that Listen. just speaks on uh, what people think of it. Speaks on the shoujo fan base. <laughs> Is this even a shoujo? Uh, it's oh, it's a shonen. Listen, yeah, it's a shonen. It's <laughs> eh, it's like a mixer for everything, honestly. I don't know. It's it. I keep saying I'm going to watch it, but I never do. Why is it so highly rated? I don't understand. Does you watch it? Why is why is half the stuff yes, on Mal as highly it rated as it is? It was hashtag toxic. <laughs> hashtag toxic. Jesus. <laughs> but I just I, I know that there's some people who really, really loved it like you, and then there's some people who's like it's just eh. I know that there was like a um, was there an OVA that came before the actual show? Yes, there was a three episode OVA that uh went into the life of uh Chie, the main character, and explained um more about her, about where she comes from and uh what her situation is, uh in the past, before the show takes place. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. One day I might actually go back and 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 rewatch it, but no promises. Or rewatch it, just watch it. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> uh, oh, it's my turn. I should actually talk now. Okay. So the next one that I want to talk about is another show that's actually on my shortlist for anime of the year this year. It is Botokoi, or ha- uh, it's difficult to love an otaku, and that's from the spring season. Yes. This show, yes. <laughs> this show, and I was talking to John about this the other night. This show is oddly relatable. Oddly, like, no, it's in, perfectly in a, understandably relatable. What the hell are you talking in, about? In, in in a very in a very interesting way. Like, okay, so one of the things that Watsukoi deals with, not just relationships between otaku, which is one of its primary focuses, but one of its other focuses is, uh relationships inter-office relationships like you know it's it's really in, in real life this is the, this is the case too it's really difficult being in a relationship with someone that you work with every day because you're forced to be together all the time unlike a regular relationship where you're just together at times when you're not working and it, it just there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of questions that have to be asked when you're in an you know a relationship with a coworker that Watsukoi just kind of brings out perfectly. And 
I just, I love it for that. And just, oh, Watsukoi is so good. Go fucking watch it right now. Um, if you're an adult just, otaku, uh, you'll only relate to it so much harder. Especially if you're a person uh, who's uh, dating. Yes. Yes. Um, especially if you are a person, an otaku yourself, who has dated a fellow uh, otaku. You will definitely find this very relatable. Um, I would also be remiss if I did not say, because John most likely wanted me to say this to you guys, it's based on a really good manga. <laughs> Isn't everything. Well, you know, John, he's, he's a source material whore. <laughs> of course. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, well, it's, quite, it, it, it's, it's heartwarming, it's cute, it's funny, it's it's relatable, it's just... It's great if you're looking for kind of a slice of life romance that revolves around people like you who are probably listening to this, who are adults. There are adults who do adult things in an adult way. Go watch Watsukoi. You won't be disappointed. And it's, oh, it's OP and it's ED are so fucking catchy. I just, just hum along to it every single time. It's great. I actually rewatched the entire thing last night. <laughs> it's great. Go watch Watsukoi. Yeah, please go, go watch it. Alright, show what you got. Speaking of anime that are adapted from good manga, I'm gonna briefly talk about Tokyo Ghoul Re. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Okay, I talked about a good adaptation of a good manga. You're talking about a bad adaptation of a good manga. Tomatoes, tomatoes. Same <laughs> difference. Um, has Have you watched... Do you watch Tokyo Ghoul, Shinoda? Uh, yes. No? Um... A couple episodes into re- I don't know. Uh, hold on. Let oh. me check real quick. Well. Yeah, I'm on episode nine of re. Okay. Well, overall, I'm disappointed, obviously. The first two seasons were disappointing anyways, so the third season was <laughs> obviously going to be disappointing. Um, my main issue was that the fight scenes were poorly animated, and the climactic fight at the end of the series was Sichi. No. Wah, wah. No. It was like the monsters weren't CG, but like they're fighting on a building and the building is CG. So I'm like, why? Why would you do this? Yeah, I was, I was very disappointed about that. Um, but I did like that. Um, so the first season ended with a introspective like hallucinogenic trance where Kaneki like talks to himself and like some shit happens and in the last episode of the third season the same thing happens so I do like that they paralleled you know those two events um and I definitely think the last episode of the first season of Tokyo Ghoul was like one of the best episodes of anime in general uh, I thought it was a really good episode, even though the entire show itself was not that great. That one episode was really good. So I appreciated that um, parallel. Um, and the scene that they're paralleling in Tokyo Ghoul Re is actually adapted <clears throat> from a scene in the manga, which is my favorite scene of the manga. And I think they did it pretty well. So I'm happy about that one scene in particular. Everything else is not that great. Um... But I'm really curious to know what an anime only thinks of the finale of Tokyo Ghoul Re 
So, but so I wanted to ask you, Chinoda, but you haven't finished it. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I'll ask you another time. <laughs> I'll finish it soon. It's it's like a huge twist, and I don't know if anime or how anime onlys will react to it. So is it yeah. is it and like a make or break kind of twist? First, okay. First of all, I don't know if anime onlys will understand the twist. <laughs> Let's be honest, anime-only well, watchers well, haven't understood it. Tokyo Ghoul all, since the second it. season. Um, uh, yeah, I, that's my main issue. Will they even understand it? But, yeah, it's a... Uh, wait, what do you mean make or break? Like, like I'll mean? keep on watching or I'm gonna drop this bullshit. Oh, I mean, I don't think it's that drastic, no. Okay. The make or break was, uh, you know, I find. I won't spoil the manga, even though everybody's talking about the fucking scenes in the manga, but I won't spoil it. Whatever. The make or break scene comes later, and it features Toka. <laughs> so if you know what I'm talking about, then uh, you know. Um, yeah, that's all I had to say about Tokyo Glory. I can tell you, I can tell you exactly what anime only watchers were thinking. Like, I am so confused. What has happened? Yeah. I've been so confused for three seasons now. Uh-huh. But yet I still come back. It's like an abusive relationship. I mean I'm I'm still watching it. <laughs> yeah, Tokyo Ghoul is an abusive relationship. <laughs> Show, can you confirm this? I mean <laughs> Sure. I mean I'm into that, but <laughs> Sure. Okay. Janota, what you got? I have for us MHA Season 3. Now, Alex, calm Moving down. Moving on. No, calm I'm down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, If you watch MHA or seen the hype around it, you already know what it's about. It's been, let's be real, one of the most popular animes in the recent years. Um... Season 3, pretty damn good in terms of uh, what it's got. It's keeping the hype going. It's building on the lore even more. Soundtrack is surprisingly well done uh, for this season. Like, I wasn't expecting it, uh, how th- how they did it uh, this season. And I-, I, was- I was in love with it. Um, I don't have too much more to say about it, honestly. Uh, anyone else? Oh, thank God. <laughs> I dropped it after season two. Fair enough. I dropped it after episode five. Of season one. Of season one. Yeah. I haven't I right. haven't regretted that decision a single time. I do enjoy the uh, Bakugo and Redhead Dojinchi, so. Oh, yes. <laughs> Funny enough, my friend uh, just uh, messaged me. Uh, she's uh, watching through uh, season two right now, and she's she's starting to like Bakugo, and I'm like, she... <laughs> she's like, why do I like all the angry boys? She has good taste. <laughs> I literally, I have nothing else to add. Uh, shall we move on no. then, Alex? Please, please, let's move on. Okay. Okay. So, uh, next to last show that I want to talk about is yet another show that's on my anime of the year shortlist, and that is 
a beautiful, beautiful anime from the spring season called Megalobox. Oh now, my god, yes. Me and Alex this will anime... actually be doing a spoiler cast for this later on. Maybe. I don't know yet. <laughs> I thought we were. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, I, we gotta find time to do it. That's the problem. Right, um, right. But yeah, Megalobox. This show came out of nowhere to be like one of the surprise anime hits of the spring season. I now, would say the year. Be, well, it's definitely, like I said, it's on my shortlist for anime of the year. I think it's probably on a lot of people's shortlist. Um, had a, a weird ending, which we'll talk about in a minute. But, um, but yeah, so Megalobox is a 50th anniversary sort of uh, celebration of an old, old, old manga called Ashita no Joe. And it's essentially like a a reimagined version of that story told to for a modern audience. Um, it's a really good story. It's a great underdog story. So if you're a fan of underdog stories, you'll love Megalobox because it is a quintessential underdog story. Um, but the thing that stands out the most about Megalobox is its art style and its soundtrack. They intentionally scaled down the art just to make it seem of an older style. And I yes. appreciate that to such a high level. They intentionally yes. made it look older. They made it look like a 90s anime. Yeah, they straight up did. And it worked maybe out even older so than well. Just an old anime. Like, you can just say that. Just an old anime. And it works so well because of the feel yeah. of the anime. Yeah, and, and, and just the, the soundtrack really goes along with that. It's a very old school sort of hip-hop-inspired soundtrack, sort of in the same vein. I won't say it's necessarily as good as, but it's in the same vein as something like Samurai Champloo. Um, it just, and, it, and it works with the aesthetic that they kind of went with because it takes place in this sort of dystopian future setting. Um, and, and like, and they do a really good job with the animation style of showing that the city that this takes place in is a very run-down and dilapidated place. Um... And that's something that really comes through with the art style. It's it's a very, like it's very dystopian in the way it's drawn and the way it it plays out. Um, but yeah, if you're if you're a, if you're a sports anime fan, if you're a fan of like old school art styles, if you're a fan of uh, the quintessential underdog story, give Megalobox a try. You will not be disappointed at all. It's it it is great in every sense of the word. Now. The ending, a lot of people were kind of iffy on the ending, though. It has sort of a wishy-washy ending, and it's not... It does have a... It does have an ending. Um, a definitive A lot of people were too. expecting, I think, a little more out of that final episode. Were you, Chinoda? I'm sorry, say that again? Were you actually expecting more than we got out of the final episode? I did want a little bit more. I felt the final episodes felt a bit rushed or the yeah. pacing was off I'm not sure which I can't put my finger on it yet but it, it, I wasn't necessarily expecting it I did like it I liked the fact there was a definitive ending also but it, it was it was definitely strange yeah um it certainly wasn't what I was expecting um and I I, I was personally expecting to see more of the final fight than we got to see I think it would have been a little better had it been maybe a third or a fourteen episode show, and we got to see the entire fight. 
like all played out. I think that would have been a lot cooler. It would have been nice. It really would have been. They yeah. they skipped um, a lot of things that I wish we could have uh, actually gotten to see. Yeah. Uh, something else I want to say just real quick before we move on is that like the the characterization that we got in this show for it being a, a you know a single season show uh, was it 13 episodes yeah 13 yep. episodes um I think for it being just a single season show we got to learn so much about the characters especially the main two uh Joe and Yuri and the rivalry that develops between them and not it's just, really fun to watch like not just them but the side characters as well the uh, amount of character depth and development that happens in this show is actually astounding like I didn't yes. think it would be this rich and it was and I'm like yo how did they cram all this into one single season 13 yeah. episodes um, and yet it works so well it does it, it, it's it's really difficult to believe that they were able to cram something this elaborate into 13 episodes but they did it and i we think they say cram, more, but more or less it, went off without a hitch yeah like we say cram but like the pacing of it all and the development felt very realistic yeah also, one 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 final thing. I think this is actually really cool, and it comes through in the in like the final few episodes. So, the whole the whole story revolves around a fight that's going to happen between uh, a, t- a tournament style fight that's going to happen between four of the world's best boxers or megalo boxers, as they call it here, which is basically like machine assisted boxing. Um, two of the final four are not Japanese. One is. Um, is it British? American? I think he's British. He's English speaker. And the and other one is... He was an American. Is, the uh, other was a Hispanic dude. He was a Hispanic. And they only speak English and Spanish in the show. Which I thought was a really cool little detail. It like, really was. And it doesn't... And, and it actually sounded good. Like, this... the Because I, I speak Spanish. And, like, the, I understood there wasn't, like, a, a big accent. There wasn't... It, it almost sounded like a native Spanish speaker was speaking those lines. Yeah, it was actually it was impressive. Really, like, yeah, it was a really cool. I was very caught off was, guard, and but I liked it. Yeah, it's a really cool little detail, and it's it's nice to see that. Um, but anyway, that's all about Megalobox. Go watch it, especially if you're a sports anime fan. Give it a try; you won't be disappointed. If you're a Show boxing anime fan, and if you well, love an underdog story, my God, you will fall head over heels for this. That too. Show what you got. So, season five and six of okay. Netflix's Voltron Legendary Defender aired this year. It's technically not an anime, but it could be if you want it to be. Uh, <laughs> there was a lot that and... happened in it, right? Like, uh, for a couple weeks, my Tumblr fucking exploded all over there's that a show. Lot of, uh... So, there's a big ship of, um, I don't know what it's called, Shiro and Keith is a big ship in the fandom and they got a lot of um, scenes together. So maybe that's what caused the explosion. I don't know. I'm not on Tumblr. I'm not that much of a masochist. Um, yeah, don't. But yeah, there was some good um, some good plot points that that got, that happened in uh, this year's seasons. Um, I just find this funny because the only reason I got into this uh, show was because I saw fan art of two of the male characters 
Keith and Lance um, being shipped. And I was like, these characters are so fucking cute. Where? What is this? And then that's the only reason I had to watch it. And that's still the only reason <laughs> I have to keep watching it. Um, <laughs> but the show itself is um, its actually pretty interesting. It's like a space adventure. Um, but the Fujoshi fan base is basically the major reason that i'm watching it's sustained solely by its fujoshi fan base that's literally the like yeah that's like 90 percent of the reason why i'm watching this christ (laughs) Ugh, i'm so i'm so shallow but i have nothing to say about this i haven't watched voltron since i was a kid i don't even know how it relates to the um the original like how closely it is I feel like it's not the plot is not close at all because I feel I like they no changed idea. a lot. You know, I realized so there's this character called Pidge. Um, in the original, uh, Pidge was a man, and in the new one, Pidge is a is spoiler, Pidge is a woman, um, which is not really a spoiler because you can tell that her voice actress is a woman, um. And the, the the reason they changed that was because they wanted more female representation. But the thing is that Pidge acts just like the original Pidge in that she acts just like a man. So everyone, I don't know if this is problematic, but she comes off as a uh, female to male transgender man. Um, and the actual... Um, production committee came out and said she's not or he's not or I don't know I don't know Pidge is not transgender she's just a tomboy and I'm like there was even a scene where Pidge was looking at the washrooms and like I don't know which one to go in oh well I just won't go to the washroom and I'm like that if that's not transgender baiting that I don't know you're telling me that she's a tomboy Okay, so that's that's one thing that's between the old and new where it didn't really transition that great what they tried to adapt in that they they wrote a poorly written transgender character and they don't want to admit it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, um, one thing, one last thing I will say about this is that they introduced a like alien character called Lotor, which is he's basically like a Machiavellian character along the lines of like Lelouch and Reinhardt. And I'm like, yes, Queen, let's get these cold hearted killers in here. But then they they just ruined his character in the recent season. So R.I.P. But um the other characters got some good characters characterization, so how can what can I say? And the fan base is thriving, so I'm enjoying the fan Fucking base. Full of thirsty for Joshi. Yes. Yeah, that's all. All right, Chinoda, what you got? I, I have, I have Hina Matsuri. Excellent. Sorry, I had to get to my list. <laughs> oh. Excellent. Hina Matsuri was uh, a comedy that aired uh, just the previous season, the spring season, and my god, was it 
beautiful. It made me laugh like crazy. Um, ah, what can yes. I say without... I don't want to say any spoilers, so I'm trying to word this carefully. Basically, a psychic girl comes from a, what seems to be an alternate, uh, alternate dimension, and she directly comes into the room of a mobster and uh, a yakuza and um they actually end up uh living together he becomes her hair uh her um caretaker and it's just a comedy slice of life it was fucking fantastic the animation the uh sounds of it and just the jokes the jokes were what really got to me it was so ridiculous and yet so out there it was actually really funny because of that uh have either of you two watched it yet nope <laughs> too moe too moe okay well then it's but it's... I know it's got a really high score on Mal, and it's done by Studio Feel. I honestly don't remember what studio did it. <laughs> yeah, it's done by Studio Feel. Okay. But yeah, um, it was, uh, it I was mean, really I mean, I I planned on watching it during this spring, but it was like so much other stuff got in the way of it, and I was like, eh, I'll just keep putting this off. And it's like I've seen clips from it, and it looks funny. Yeah. I mean, it's not a pri- It's not one of those animes that's a priority. Like you gotta drop everything, watch it now. No, like just when you can, if you have the time for it, watch it, and like you'll be glad you did. It was a. Uh, it's pretty funny. But it, it's one of those. It's like whenever you feel up to it, and that that makes well, it pretty good. Well, there there you go. It's got the full endorsement of Chinoda. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll get around to it eventually, I'm sure. It's just so much other stuff during the spring that I was watching. It's like, I don't have time for one more show. Yeah, it just turns out like that sometimes. Yeah, and it really didn't it didn't really enter on anyone's radar until I think like three or four weeks in. It's like everyone's like, you got to watch the show. You got to watch the show. I got ten others that I'm watching already. Um. Anyway. Do you two have any questions for me regarding the show or nah? Do they fuck? Do they fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna need you to please turn yourself into the Mounties. Please. <laughs> Just and tell them everything you've done. She's an I alien, like it's right? like, got any questions? Do they fuck? Would that be your question for anything? Just do they fuck? Uh, I mean, it's a pretty good question, in all fairness. <laughs> Skilled yeah. teaser Takagi-san, do they fuck? You sick bastard. I mean, they do, though, so... Off screen. <clears throat> Anywho, Alex, would Try you like to, to talk about, about your final one? Yes, the last the last one I'm going to talk about. So, this uh, sp- spring season, we got a return of a classic. We got Fully Cooly Progressive, the first of two new Fully Cooly seasons that are airing this year. About goddamn so time. We kinda t- I know, well... I never thought that Fully Cooly would ever get a sequel, so I didn't know what I was gonna get. But, and we've talked about we actually talked about this in the last WTF that we recorded because the first episode had aired right at, right at, uh, before we recorded that. And <clears throat> since then, the entire show has aired, and I have to say, 
I thought it was pretty damn good. Well, I say it is as good as the original. And close, but I don't think quite as good as the original. I did like uh, all of the new characters pretty much I liked. I think it's still got the same fully coolly attitude. It's crazy. It's off the wall. It's highly sexually symbolic. Um, it's in it's the spirit like, of the old show is what you're it's saying. A t- it's, a t- it's an anime about teenage angst. I mean... <laughs> Nice. It's really what it is. I will say this, though, about Fully Cooly Progressive. Whereas I'm convinced that the original Fully Cooly was about the hell of going through puberty, I'm reasonably convinced that Fully Cooly Progressive is actually full of symbolism about losing your virginity. Oh. That's my, that's my theory about it. So I'm assuming that Fully Cooly Alternative, which is the third season, which we're getting later this summer, I am assuming that's going to have a lot of symbolism about actually being in a relationship. That's that's my that's my personal feelings about it. I'm sure that people will say that I'm completely wrong about it, and, you know, sure, why not? But I, I liked Fully Cooly Progressive, I thought, and the, the, the pillows came back to do the soundtrack. I thought they did a really good job with it. Um, it was it was just, it was great to listen to. I love the the ED, which is almost as good as the ED from the original. Um, I can't wait to actually buy the soundtrack for both of these new seasons when they come out. But yeah, that's fully clear progressive. Aired on Toonami week to week. Um, I watched the English dub. English dub is really really good. Yeah, that's fully cool. Did, did either? I know you didn't show, but did you watch it, Shinoda? Not yet. I've been slacking. Yeah. I I plan on starting it very soon. Oh, like the original, it's only six episodes, so you can catch up really quick. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's fully coolly progressive. I mean, if you like the original, I, I think you'll either you'll either love it or you hate it. You won't be you won't be in between. I think that that's my personal feelings on it. So how progressive was it? Um, there's a guy wearing a skirt. That's oh. pretty progressive. Transgender representation? Hey, maybe he they're just identify as transgender. Why you he just wears a skirt. down like that. Yeah, I'm just because someone cross-dresses. Listen, so just because someone cross-dresses does not mean they are transgender. What? Don't put people in a box. Yeah, you gotta put them in a rectangle. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on before this derails out of hand. Show what you got. So the last uh, movie of Digimon Adventure Tri aired this year. Um, it was the sixth film. It was Why is it bad. called Tri if there are six six movies? It should be three. It's the third season. Uh-huh. Lies. It's not, not lying. <laughs> Anyways. Um, I mean, I like Marathon th- Tri. Eh. Um, I marathoned it like a mm, a week ago because I could not wait for each of these episodes to happen. <laughs> and I mean, the best part about it was that we got like new animation for the Digimon, which is great. But the bad part is that the story is kind of not that great. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad like they tried to. Um, make it a little more complex and make the co- the characters more uh deep in how in their 
personalities and everything. But, um, and I do appreciate that. Um, mostly like out of nostalgia, it's like, oh my God, I know this character. Oh no, they had this more to them that I didn't realize. Oh my gosh. But, uh, it was pretty, it was not that, not that, uh, deep after all they didn't go quite far enough and uh yeah but i enjoyed it it could have been much better especially since digimon has such a huge fan base uh you could have invested into some better script writers (laughs) (laughs) but uh i'm not gonna complain in terms of popularity currently i have girl what what metrics am I gonna use? Now? I don't know. I can look it up real quick. Hold on, please, because I'm actually curious Where's to see Digimon how many people Adventure? have actually. Uh... Well, I can tell you that the sixth movie has a seven point three two on Mal currently. Okay, that's not bad. That's not terrible. Eh, but yeah, I but feel like the I... people who watch. The people who are um, the main demographic for Digimon don't don't use Mal. <laughs> what five year olds? No, people who aren't into anime. They're just into like Digimon. Okay. Because like, I've never D- watched Digimon. Digimon is so barely anime. <laughs> I've never watched Digimon in my life. And that's where you went wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's where I went right. Oh Let's my be God. honest. No. Yeah. Is that all you got? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Chinoda, take us out. I will take us out with putting us in a wonderful, wonderful show that aired. And the third season is actually airing now. Overlord. I'm talking about season two, which aired, uh, when was it, Alex? The winter. Winter, yes. Um, Alex wants what to talk What you're talking about, about is as well. Bone Daddy! Bone Daddy. Mm. I would get some of his bone. <laughs> um, oh, what do you think about season two, Alex? Okay, so here's the thing about that. I haven't actually watched the anime for season two yet. The fuck's because wrong with I am you? reading I am reading the light novels. Watch the anime too. The hell? I'm, I plan to watch the anime as well, mostly for Myth and Roid. But... Um, no, I just I know what it covered. I thought it was I, I I can tell you what I think of the actual story that was covered and I actually really liked it. I like okay, so in in the fan base and I think show you you've been reading the Overlord Light novels as well. Yep. Yeah, and you watched I the really, second season, didn't you? I really liked the novels and yeah, I watched the second season. So it covered the Lizard Man arc, right? Yep. Yep. See all th- that there's lizard a mixed sex. There's a yes, all that lizard sex. There's like a mixed feeling in the in the in the fan base of Overlord about lizard man arc. I loved it. I love that arc, but I don't think you do, do you, Show? No. I'm actually think, gonna agree why? with Show. I feel like uh, I feel they stayed on it way too long. I okay, I will I will agree with you. Maybe it went along it went it went on for longer than it probably should have, but that doesn't mean the story was bad. I really liked it. I liked the Lizard Man arc. No, it definitely wasn't bad. Though. I didn't like any other characters. Really? Oh, fuck you. No, yeah, no. I mean I like I, char- I like the characters in all the other arcs. Well not all of them, most of them. The Lizard Man arc, it's like eh. Whatever. 
don't know. It's just, I liked it. It's not my favorite arc by far. Um, and I'm not all the way caught up with the light novels either, but I don't know. It's just, I liked it. I know it wasn't everyone's cup of tea, but I actually do look forward to watching it, seeing it animated. Um, but I liked reading it for sure. I just, I liked, I just, I liked it. I don't know why I liked it. I just did. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, got it's, it's, it's got a it's pretty so, It's not for the lizard man's sex. Uh-huh. I'm not convinced. It's not. Shut up. It's not for the lizard man's sex. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, if any of you um, like Overlord or if you liked even the premise of Overlord, I would highly recommend reading the novels because the anime is not as good as the novels it's like light and day light and day light and day (laughs) oh god (laughs) um yeah the novels are so much uh more detailed and better and honestly season two to me didn't make any sense because there was so many explanations that they skipped over in the novel and i don't know how you connect the events together honestly even in season one i i when I, once i read the novel i'm like oh i understand now what's happening because they didn't explain anything in season one because well you can't really it's 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 meant it's the optimal way to experience the story is as a novel because there's a lot of monologues and a lot of narration oh there's a lot of monologues and overlord holy yeah. shit so People love to talk to themselves, no overlord. <laughs> yep. It's pretty entertaining though, so it's okay. Ooh. <laughs> there's a what was it? Isn't it it's in volume three or four where there's like a five page monologue and it's like, Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. Christ, that is long. <laughs> uh it's great though. It's, it's very self aggrandizing. All I wanna say is that from season two, uh climb best boy. <laughs> well you ain't wrong you ain't wrong may not be wrong maybe but that myth and Royd, though that was good oh yeah and they're back for season three i have to watch that i've been slacking <laughs> well you've also been on vacation for like half a month so yeah uh, but yeah, I mean, it's Overlord. I mean, if you watch the first season, you're probably going to watch the second season anyway, and the third season that's airing now. Um, but I'm I'm of the same opinion of, of show on this one. Like, as much as I actually do like the anime, I say that the light novels are, are much better. It's a much better way to experience this type of story that's being told. And it's very well written and very well translated. How far are you in the novels, Alex? I just finished volume nine. Which one is that? Um, well, I don't really want to say because, you know. Oh, my lord. Okay, well, I'm just going to say that I personally think that uh, the Overlord novels have gone a little off track and I'm not happy with the direction they're going, but they are... They're still enjoyable the for first, what they are. The first, the first number of novels were well-written. I'll say that. Well, you're further along than I am, right? Yeah, I'm caught up fully. Uh, okay. So now you're just waiting on me so we can do a, <laughs> a spoiler cast for the Overlord Light novels? Yeah. Aren't the others going to be in on that? 
Well, yeah, John for sure because it's John's baby. True. I wonder if Jason would join that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, over. I mean, go read Overlord if you're actually interested in it. it it's it's worth your time for sure. Uh, but yeah, and and you know, go watch season three of uh of, of Overlord. Go watch Albedo rape a skeleton. Yeah, legit. That's great. That, like, it's not really spoilers. It's it happens in the first episode. It, we're, we're not mincing our words here. It that she literally rapes the skeleton. It's pretty good. God, I love Albedo. Not gonna okay. lie, I got turned yes. on when she uh, presented that <laughs> face. Just oof. Please. Anyway, me so now. <laughs> yeah. So to to wrap this up before you get a boner. Too late. Uh, so obviously there was more stuff that aired this year besides what we talked about, but we just kind of wanted to go through the stuff that we liked and we didn't like and kind of go over why we didn't did or didn't like them. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, the big thing that we didn't talk about was obviously Dying in the Franks, and there's a good reason for that. Uh, we are doing a full-on spoiler cast of Dying in the Franks next week on the podcast, so definitely be sure to tune in for that. Um, that will probably be a hour and a half long fiasco. Of course, this show ran over too. Um, we're almost at two hours now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there was other stuff. There was one that I wanted to talk about, but I took out for time reasons. I wanted to talk about Uma Musume and how that show just triggered me because there are no fucking horse boys in it. Um, we had the uh, Cardcaptor Sakura, which we didn't talk about, which I'm kind of surprised we didn't talk about, but whatever. Did anyone even um, watch it? I did not because I just kind of forgot that Cardcaptor Sakura was even a thing. Because I watched it so long ago. Show? Nope. <laughs> okay, no one gives I'm a shit about Cardcaptor Sakura. Because just here for just, the fan art. <laughs> it's just been made for the money, and that's it. Yeah. I mean, and then we also had the second half of the third season of Shokugeki no Soma, or Food Wars, that aired, which Meh. was kind of a shit show. Uh, <laughs> no, it was good. It was, good. it was okay at the best. I listen. Fuck I you, love Chad. that show. Thank you. I love it, but it was okay at the best. Hey, hey, hey! No, no. I do know. I, I thought fucking it was a watched shit it. Show. Fucking, fucking Fuck was you. on no. the plate. God damn it! Fuck you. Listen, if you thought that it was a shit show, I have an advi- some advice for you. Read the fucking manga. It's really good. <laughs> um, and then we had Gun Gale Online, which was also kind of a shit show. What? No, kind of. no. I'm going to argue hey, with you on that. Hey, I'll say this. That was hey, actually no, no, listen, good. Listen, 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 I will say this. It was better than Sword Art Online. Oh, that's not really hard Kirito to do. Because Kirito wasn't in it. <laughs> was it really better than Sword Art Online, though? Yes, it <laughs> was. Like, lots of people give uh, anything related to Sword Art a lot of shit, and I understand why. It's definitely for a good reason. Gungale Online... um or Sword Art Online Alternative, whatever hell the title is, I don't even... Just call it Gun Gale Online. Gun Gale Online, alright. Um, it was actually rather well done, and the characters are, are actually likable. I really loved it, and um, it didn't have as much faults as uh, what it's related to. And I'm like, yo, this is actually surprisingly good. Like, I'm enjoying this, it's not bad, um, it's actually decent. Like, I would honestly say check it out and uh, go into it with an open mind. And you don't even have to have watched the other crap to uh, watch this. It's 
just a standalone, and it's an enjoyable one. Yeah, at I mean, that. that that is something to point out. You don't have to even be a Sword Art Online fan to watch it. So, I'd also like to point out that um, Alternative is rated lower than Sword Art Online on Mal. I'd like to also point out that those people are fucking wrong. The the public has spoken. Okay, Alex. Well. Alex has spoken and this episode's over. So thank you all of you out there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. Uh, if you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. If you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun, you can join our new Discord server, become a member of our Facebook group, follow our Twitch channel, and visit our website. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, comments, criticisms, or concerns on this or any episode, feel free to shoot us an email. Links to all these things will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Night. Peace out, everyone. Hey. Hey, hey show. What? Na 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 Batman! Batman! That makes no sense because the bat part is getting cut out. Maybe, maybe I can convince John to put it at the beginning. No. That would make no- Oh no! Right, I and... God damn it, now I know why it makes sense. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs>